Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inside the Laundry Room with Hannah Webb and Tara Sutton. Hey, guys. How are you doing today, Tara? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm very excited to be back in the laundry room recording with you. Oh, me too. Aww. On today's <laughs> episode, we're going to talk about personal development. Ooh. There's a few subjects we're going to touch on, but overall, we're going to talk about setting goals, prioritizing, supporting yourself all the way, and also believing in yourself. Sounds good to me. One of the more recent developments, not just for myself, but I'm sure for you as well, um, is physical health. Yes, definitely. Whether that's working out, setting the proper diet, all of the above, actually. Um, There's a lot that goes into personal development, no matter what the category you are doing that for yourself. Um, When you're working out, I mean, it is a total mind experience. If you're not in the right mindset, you really have no motivation to get up and go to the gym. Absolutely. I feel the same way. I definitely need to set goals while I'm working out. And I have to organize days and make sure that I go. Absolutely. Okay, I'm, I'm tired, you know, from work and I need to just get up, get I out go. and keep going. It's really hard though because there's days, let's say you're someone who works too early to go in the gym beforehand. Once you're done with your shift, I mean, you're just tired. You you're don't tired. have that motivation to get up and go to the gym and have like an entire routine. But I feel like if this is something you're very serious about, you set goals. Like even if it's just for the week, you're like, okay, start out simple, maybe two days or one day. It doesn't have to be two. (laughs) And you choose the days that you're going to do it knowing that you already have the time available. So if there's something that comes up, you can prioritize like, is it an excuse or is it something that really trumps going to work out right now? And for me personally... I go and work out, and I also want to food prep. Yes. I think it goes hand in hand. It really does. So I'm working, I'm going to the gym, and I have to find time to food prep. They and say. And go to the grocery store. Isn't it like 80% of the diet? I mean, the whole getting getting fit is 80% yes. diet. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, you're right. Going to the store is a, a feat in itself. Yeah. Like, if you get that done, you're like, yes. I got it done, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to start meal prepping like three days later. Right. But I'm not always good with that. And like we talked about in our cooking episode, it's a matter of actually getting to that food in the fridge, because let's say you prepared for the week. I don't know. I can't eat the same thing like three days in a row. I can't really either. Especially if it's like chicken, like grilled chicken and rice and vegetables. I don't know. How Are you good with that kind of diet food? I'm not. Ugh. I am with salads. That's easy for me to just put together in the morning. And just go. And just meet with it? Or just the lettuce? And Just depends. Okay. Just depends how much time I have, what I have, and what I want to, you know, yeah. eat for the rest of the exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you put yourself in it for like a few weeks, obviously it's enough time to change. But right off the bat, I'm starving. I'm so hungry when I'm dieting <laughs> and I'm extremely weak because as we talked about before, it's so easy when you're passing by a restaurant on the way home, you're like, I don't have time to go home and make four salads oh, or yeah. even one salad at that. But I end up eating fast food or I come home and I eat all carbs. Carbs is like the hardest thing to avoid on a diet. 
Definitely for me, because everybody knows I love pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Full of carbs. I know. I tried giving up sugar for a small amount of time. (laughs) Was it like just sweets, or you were actually looking at the ingredients on It was everything. Really? Every single thing. I had a lot of salads. I used balsamic vinaigrette, which has very low sugar. I ate prosciutto. Ooh. I know. I mean... Most of the stuff that I was giving up, sugar-wise, I was compensating in in salt, (laughs) which is not very healthy. But I ended up losing like three pounds in one week, and then I gave up. That's (laughs) the argument that people make with the keto diet, because you're giving up um, carbs, but you're also eating a lot of fat. That's so hard. Like my dad, who's in his 60s, probably shouldn't do the keto diet because he shouldn't be eating like... Burgers for breakfast and lunch and steaks and cheese all the time. I don't feel like that's yeah. a healthy choice for an older person, but I've also seen people drop the weight like fast on the keto diet. It's not for me. I can't do it. No, I can't do it either. And I don't think that you can stick with that. No. It's you're, not healthy. You're, you're not right. supposed to, right? It's like a yeah, you have to whole uh, life change. And then when you go back to eating carbs, like you have to slowly introduce them. And I think you're allowed like a certain percentage or points per day with carbs. Um, but still, I remember being at the restaurant with my brother, or I'm sorry, my sister and my brother-in-law, and they're like counting their points on the menu. I was like, this does not look <laughs> fun. I was like, I'm going to take <laughs> the T-bone I with some mashed potatoes. And then everybody that's on the keto diets, they're like, I have to drink vodka because <laughs> I can't drink anything <laughs> yes. else. And I'm like, no. Yes. No. They became like destroyed. full-blown alcoholics. Not I know. really. But <laughs> they're like, I could only drink the, the hard stuff. I was like, my gosh. I know. Is that good for you either, though? You're like... You have no food in your system. You're going straight for hard liquor. You're like passing out by night. You know me. I'd be hangry and just destroyed, (laughs) slobbering. I feel like that's when the 2 a.m. munchies would hit harder. I know. You'd be starving. Oh, no. I'd cheat. I would cheat the entire time. I think I would, too. Honestly, I would just, it would be one of those battles with yourself. Like, yeah, I'm doing the keto diet. No one's looking. I'm going to have this piece of bread. Like, you're just in a constant battle with yourself. And is it really that worth it? So I think it's important to set realistic goals. Back to working out. Um, If you're someone who's starting out, I say just give, dedicate a day or two to either go to your gym or maybe do an online video or if you got one of those old VHS. uh, What's her name? (sighs) No, you know this. Jane Fonda. Oh, yes. Jane Fonda. Yeah, if you got an old Jane Fonda, she is, she's doing pretty well. Have you seen she's that hot. woman? She's hot. She's in her 80s, and I have never looked as good as her. So. <laughs> either. <laughs> also, on top of setting realistic goals, you need to take action. Like we said, if you're sitting there at the end of the night and you know that you can just put on your favorite show or you need to go shopping, just make sure that you're prioritizing properly. If it's something that can wait, get your butt up, go to the gym. You always feel better afterwards. Absolutely. Set a schedule. Set goals. Get sleep. Oh, God, that's so important. Drink water. (laughs) I don't do do either of those right now. We're like, you need to do this, and we don't do any of it. No. (laughs) We're just saying we know know the formula. Right. Even if we're not doing it. Which I really need to. I I noticed I'm not drinking water anymore. Are you good about that? I'm trying. Since I've been with Philip, it's 
10 times better than it was when I was younger. I feel like I have to be, I'm sorry if this offends anybody, the dramatic person with a gallon of water marking the hours that you, I have to do that because I have, maybe it's just because it's not summertime and you're thirsty in the summertime, but I was doing (laughs) great last year and then all winter, it's been bad. And recently I... I have a pain in my side. Who knows what it is? Oh, jeez. It's, und- it's We don't know yet. <laughs> but I feel like maybe it's something that could have been avoided if I drank more water. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not good about that. And the sleep. Oh, yes. You're good about sleep, I feel. I have to. That's true. I am somebody who needs sleep. I have to go home, eat dinner, maybe work out, hang with the dogs, Watch little reality TV. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I know. And then I'm like, mm, 9.30, 10 o'clock, I have to go to sleep. But you set that goal for yourself, like, to try and be in bed by then? I mean, I sleep on the couch. <laughs> I <laughs> so usually fall asleep on the out. couch until Phil gets home. For me, it's, like, my only free time by myself because James goes to bed early and obviously Jack does. So right. I'm, like, stapling my eyes open. I'm like, I'm getting every hour's worth. And I end up going to bed at, like, 1.30 some nights. Which is completely unnecessary with a two-year-old who's going to be waking you up early in the morning. No, I could never do that. My body needs sleep. But on the weekends, you're a warrior. I know. You can say that's like, that's probably why, because you sleep all week in the weekend. You're like, 4 a.m., I'll see you, baby. Yeah. Red Bull. (laughs) Red Bull gives you wings. Yes. (laughs) Or heart attacks for me. The anxiety that comes along with that now. Yes. Speaking of anxiety and personal development. This is my number one thing, I think, that haunts my life. It's hard to overcome. Because as you're trying to overcome it, you have anxiety about overcoming it. It's so bad sometimes that I'm like, I probably should be on a prescription. Which is crazy. People might not know about me, but if you're close to me, you definitely know this about (laughs) me. Even James knows it. I'm like, I'm sorry, James. I just need to explain myself because I didn't mean to say that to that person. And if I did and I offended them, I feel bad, you know. Do you remember that car That's ride? an actual recording of Tara talking to James. I know. Do you remember that car ride? Yes. Yes. It's hard. And um, I feel like drinking sometimes doesn't help with that, especially the day after. You were the one who actually showed me the article I know. on anxiety. Yes. It's a real thing. It is such a real thing. And for you and I who already kind of have high anxiety, I feel like it's not doing us any favors. Right. But no, it's not at all. I have to like recover for an entire day and it's like doom impending. Yeah, it's 2 p.m. and we're like, why? Who did I Who did I yell at last night or what did I do wrong? Oh, yeah. What did I say? <sighs> and the thing is, is, we're nice people. We're really nice people. So I feel like, of course, you still have to set goals. If anxiety is something that you are wanting to overcome, uh, you still need to set goals for yourself. Like if you know that there's a certain situation that spikes your anxiety, try to avoid it. If there's certain people in your life that are causing that anxiety, you need to distance yourself with them or be more honest maybe. exactly. Like, hey man, you know, the repetitive behavior that you are doing around me, which I don't agree with, may be causing anxiety. Right. I agree with that. But my problem is everything in my life gives me anxiety. (laughs) For instance, like, I'll straighten my hair before I go out. I'm leaving. I'm in the car. I pull down the street. And I think to myself, oh, my God. Did I unplug the flat iron? I got to turn around. I got to turn around. I got to go look. And then I'm like, no, I remember unplugging it. No, I probably should just go back and check if I unplugged the flat iron. Do you go back? Yeah. 
And now that I'm trying to work on, on my anxiety, I'm that person that's like, well, if the house burned down or burns down, you know, it's going to burn down. At least my anxiety got put down. No, I end up going to check always. I feel like it's a really hard thing. And like, yeah, you did mention medications and there are people on medication for anxiety. Yeah. I, I get scared of medication because, and this is, you guys can have your honest opinion about this. This is just based on the fact that I haven't really had to take any. I'm always nervous about taking medication for something because I feel like it just, it um, subsides it. And then like, if you, I don't know, ran out of medication or whatever the situation is that you don't have access to that. My fear would be that it would come back even worse, right? Because you, you become were masking dependent it. on it. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, I don't know how it works. You have to find out ways to cope with with anxiety, mm-hmm. which is hard. Because That's again, hard. like I said, like you're still having anxiety about those specific things. Even you're like, oh my god, am I finding the right way to deal with this? Uh, I think having really good friends surround you and family, of course. It's very helpful. If you're able to tell somebody that you have anxiety, then that person knows what's going on. When you're like constantly hiding it from people, you know, they don't know how to deal with it. Right. Because they don't understand. And then there's those people that are like, Tara, you're just sensitive. That's just it, you know. You shouldn't worry about what you say or what you do. You just need to live your life. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, I want to be a good person. Mm-hmm. I strive to be a good person. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Exactly. Because I don't purposefully try mm-hmm. to say things to offend somebody or hurt them. Of course. And we have been put in situations where we see people doing that to us. Like oh, yeah. saying unnecessary things. You know, number one thing that irritates Tara Alexander Sutton is unnecessary comments. (laughs) It is like, why would you do that to somebody? Why would you purposefully worry somebody or like say a comment that you know that they're going to continuously play over in their head? Yeah, I don't get it. It's about reading people because we have friends that, you know, may have anxiety or people who just let everything go. And I feel like as most people, with those people who let everything go, you're a little more, you're a little more loose. You have right. a little harsher jokes and all that kind of dry humor. But for some people, you you just need to pay attention to, read their cues. Then there's people that I can take jokes from and other people that I assume, okay, well, you're just being a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can read those people. You can. I feel that you can. And then we write them off real quick. Oh, yeah. Then see we're ya. like, see you later. You're done. <laughs> Moving on. We're like those mean <laughs> girls at a party. We're like, read the person. All right. Make eye contact. We're like, you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? Then oh, it's yeah. like, outside, we got to discuss this. Oh, yeah. That's us. <laughs> just be. But that doesn't always happen. Let's just say that. So you guys can hang out with us. Oh, yeah. We're sorry. We're not going to talk about you or say mean things. <laughs> Only if you're an a They're going to be like, oh, my God. If you know, Hannah. if you know that about yourself, like you're constantly making mean jokes or your your behavior is just to be mean as a joke all the time. I feel like you're hurting people's feelings for the yeah, sake of a like laugh. That. I don't like it at all. It's really wrong. When I start drinking and someone's like that, the dragon comes the dragon. out. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon comes out, which is horrible, which is something I need to work on. I either need to ignore them or... Say something to them like, no, you probably shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. But I'm most likely to stand up 
for one of my friends than of myself. Course. Of course. So. And I've I've always done that in the past. I don't like when someone's getting bullied. It's wrong. And maybe that person honestly doesn't care. And their way to deal with it is to brush it off, which is what you're supposed to do. But if I'm standing there, I don't take it like that. I feel like someone's just taking it and they're getting made fun of. So I, I do step in. And maybe, I do too. Maybe sometimes it's unnecessary and that person could have defended themselves. But I don't want to take a chance. Exactly. I completely agree. You should support your friends, family, and people around you if they're getting bullied. Which is like a huge thing these days. Oh, it is. It's scary. I don't know how the heck you're dealing with Jack, like getting ready to go to school. (sighs) That's scary. It's very nerve-wracking because bullying has always existed. It didn't just show up. It's the way that people are dealing with it. Um, Obviously, media has so much to do with it. Every kid now has a phone by like the age of nine. And so not only are they having their own emotions that they're dealing with and expressing in that way, they're like learning new ways to do it online, new ways to be mean to people. I can't believe people do stuff like that. It's awful. That's why you have to have a good support system. That's actually a really good point. Talking to someone, whether it's a mentor or a counselor or your family members or even friends will definitely help out. Someone you trust to confide in. I um, I personally have never been to a counselor. I haven't either. I don't judge anybody that ever goes to therapy Mm-mm. or to some sort of counselor. I think that's an excellent idea, and I, I think it too. helps a lot of people. I want to. Honestly, I, I always tell people, it's funny, because I haven't been, and I actually, besides for own personal things, you know, if there's relationships that I talk to people, I'm like, nip it in the butt now. Like, even if your relationship or your job, whatever it is, is going well, I always think it's a good thing to get into because you shouldn't wait till things are blowing up in your face. You should, like, nip it in the butt before then, like I said. For me, I always wanted to see a career counselor because I don't know still mm-hmm. at 28 what I'm going to do with my life. I went to school for theater I thought, yeah, maybe I'll I'll move away and I'll figure out my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe what that wasn't the best decision, but I loved what I did and I learned a lot from it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm ready for a new chapter in my life and I want to see what the world has for me mm-hmm. and what I can offer to the world. And I think that I probably should do that. I think it's I think it's a great idea. Honestly, last year there were moments in my 1.30 a.m. stay up sessions where I was looking up life coaches because I didn't know. I I feel like it's nice to have someone else tell you. You may not agree and they may just say something that sparks an idea you already had. But I feel like having that other person there, I don't know, it just gives you a little boost. Well, they help you brainstorm. Mm-hmm. They encourage you. They, they talk your problems right? out. They really do. They really do. And they have a job for a reason, and we're not the only people in this world Mm -hmm. that are going through this. That's another thing that we have to remind ourselves. If you're working on personal development, such as your career, I feel like a life coach or a career counselor is a great place to start. Yeah, you just have to be open-minded to these (laughs) possibilities and different people to talk to. It's hard, though. It's very hard to be open-minded because you're honestly listening to someone else tell you what they think that you should be doing. I need to start doing a dream board. That's a great idea. It It is a great idea. Ooh, we should do that. Craft project. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) One uh, One of the important things is to know your strengths 
and your weaknesses. For me, my weakness is kind of being lazy, like the procrastination. I can easily put things off, easily. And when I'm doing it, I convince myself that, yeah, not a big deal. I can still fit in this and this and this before whatever deadline, which you should be setting deadlines for yourself. But it's really hard. I'm exactly like that too. Procrastination. I mean, even this podcast. (laughs) We've been talking about it forever, but here we are. It's true. You know, sometimes you have to take yourself out of an element and just throw yourself into opportunities. And I just called Hannah one day and I was like, hey, Mm -hmm. we should start a podcast. Why not? I still remember that. That was like last summer. I know. (laughs) It was a year ago. (laughs) We're doing great, guys. Episode four. (laughs) Took us a while to figure it out. But but we're here. We're doing it. We're working. We started setting deadlines and goals for ourselves. Like, let's make sure we have our mics by this date. Or let's download Adobe Audition by this date. And slowly. See what we come up with. (laughs) We have to be honest about that. We We had to practice a lot. We were getting together... And just talking, what, for like three or four times before we ever actually recorded? Well, we also had to figure out this program as well. That's true. And we, we, <laughs> we had, <laughs> us no, downloading yeah. it and all that. And I had worked with Adobe before, but it had been years. But we put our mind to it. We did. And we did it. We did it. You have to believe in yourself. That's the number one thing. Especially, let's just say you're someone who doesn't have a good support group You are your own support group. You're the person that you're fighting with each morning to get out of bed. You're the person who's telling yourself, oh, I can't do that because someone else is better than me. That is you. So you need to kick yourself in the butt and move forward. You literally have to convince yourself that you can do better. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of that documentary. We've talked about this before, The Secret. Oh, yes. I've never seen it. You haven't? I haven't. I'm the only person in the entire world. How do you know so much about it? (sighs) Just because people, conversations. Conversations. Yes, exactly. Which it's like, I mean, it's a basic mindset anyway that was put into a book and a documentary. Because if you really think about it, you know, it's not that. I believe in it. Yeah. Completely. But you have to go the step further. Like, you know, people are all about the manifestation. Is that happening in some sense? Yes, I do believe that. I mean, there are plenty of situations where I've thought of something and then within a couple hours or that day it happened, whether it's just something bizarre or actually something, you know, meaningful, you also have to take the step to get there. There's so many people who just heard that. They're like, I'm just going to sit in my couch and think that I'm going to be a millionaire. It's like, no, there's a lot of steps. Yeah. Definitely have to do different things. As far as religion, I think that is the same thing with prayer. There are plenty of Religious people are saying, pray about it. Of course, pray about it. And of course, that helps. But, you know, it's not just going to happen. You still have to do everything that is in your capability. Right. And then let the rest take control. I agree. But it's hard for people to do that. So like a dream board, I think that's a great, that's a great step. There was another thing that I, I've been trying to do. And mm-hmm. it's waking up every single day, telling yourself, which this is from The Secret, telling yourself, I'm going to have a great day. Mm-hmm. Today is going to be an excellent day. So, you know, you're walking to the bathroom in the dark and you stub your toe. You immediately get into a, a negative mood. Mm-hmm. You have negative energy around you. You just got to say, nope, that's not going to bother me. It's so true. And I think I read someone's post the other day talking about that, like, every day that 
I'm having a bad day and I take my energy in focusing like, this is just going to keep happening or great. Of course it's happening today. They're like, every day I do that, I'm guaranteed to have the rest of the day go that way. Absolutely. Like the days when I tell myself, okay, yeah, I stubbed my toe, whatever. And you move forward. It's all about attitude and not that anybody's perfect. It takes a lot of work. That's why it doesn't just happen because it takes hard work. I'm not always willing to do that. And some days I do succumb to it. I'm like, whatever. I know I have a bad day. If I keep saying this, I'm going to have a bad day. So whatever. (laughs) Bring it on, bad day. And you just have to wake up the next day thinking, okay, it's going to be different. I'm going to put positive energy out there. If people around me are acting a certain way, you just brush it off. For instance, there have been numerous times where I'm starting a new business and Even myself, I haven't put the most positive energy out there. But sometimes when telling it to other people, they're not enthusiastic about it. And obviously, right off the bat, that makes me like, oh, wait, am I not going to be good at it? Is this something I shouldn't be doing? But I, I can't do that. I literally just have to keep moving forward. And there's been plenty of obstacles. I'm one of those people who gets ahead of myself. Like, I don't even have a company name yet. But I have a garage filled with inventory. <laughs> you can attest to I that. I love it. It's filled. But I have so much energy. I'm like, I have to put it somewhere. Because I'm doing a little course online and I, I'm not done with that yet. I can't just fast forward to the end. So I needed control in some way. So I'm like, wait, I can start buying things. Now, I buy all used stuff. So I've been able to manage <laughs> it a little bit. But Again, it was just, it was some way for me to continue the positive stream. Like, if you get stuck on something, you have to keep pushing forward. I think that's a really good advice. My, um, the lady who does this course, she says that nonstop, even about her own course. She's like, if you get stuck on this, I don't care. Skip to another tutorial, read into another section. She's like, you just have to keep moving. I think that's a great idea. And I think that you made an excellent point by saying that maybe people aren't as supportive as you thought. Mm -hmm. But we also forget that we're not doing it for them. Mm -hmm. We're doing it for ourselves, making ourselves better people, trying new things, doing it also for your family. Yeah. You should be proud of yourself. You're really putting yourself out there. I'm trying. It just goes back to like last year when I was thinking about looking for a life coach. This year, I was just trying to focus on things that I liked. Not necessarily what I was, you know, able to, you know, tomorrow have a running company, but something that I could work towards. And this is something, uh, home staging is what I'm getting into and design. And I'm like, I actually love this. But of course, I was like, I don't have an interior design degree. So that was like the first block. I was like, oh, I can't do this. But then after some research, I realized you don't have to have a degree to do this. Um, I'm doing the course just because it's helping me dot my I's and cross my T's. And I don't, I don't want to sound stupid, you know, the first time I'm going to a customer. Um, and I you're said, good at it. You are good at it. Thank you. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell. But I think also having good relationships is very helpful. You know, you and James, my parents, my family, Rachel, Kelly, I mean, so many people around me. Lauren, I feel like I'm at an awards ceremony. If I miss you, I love you, just off the top of my head, are all people around me who have really supported me once I told them. And I haven't told that many people yet, obviously. But having a great relationship and keeping those relationships with your friends, sometimes that's also a personal development is focusing on the relationships in your life that are very important to you. You know, making sure that 
they're they're running smoothly. It's like a big running machine. Sometimes it needs oil, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship. Like, for instance, my husband just screaming at me, (laughs) telling us that Jack was puking. Yes, it's true. We just took a break. We walked out of the laundry room, and Jack was standing there projectile vomiting. It was that was some serious. That was intense. That scared me. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) And James was like, like literally in the bathroom doorway. Tara goes outside to catch breath, and James was like. I don't know what I was doing. He's like, I, I just, I just stopped. I just stopped and let him start puking here. I was like, you were three feet from the toilet. Holy cow! Yes, I, know. I must really love Jack because yeah. puking it really bothers. Yeah, me. Yeah, you can't handle that. But you took I'm it. Like, what do you need? She was offering to clean it up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Jack. Oh, well, that was the first experience. Welcome to the web, Sarah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's just take a moment for Jack. Hope he's okay. Little Jackie. Hope it was something he ate. But anyway, getting back into it, we were talking about working on the machine that is relationships. I read this article not too long ago about how people feed off of other people, you know, buying presents for one another. For instance, if you're someone who likes to give gifts, mm-hmm. in return... You might not say this, you might not know this, but you enjoy getting gifts. Mm-hmm. Or someone who gives compliments. Okay. They actually like getting compliments. So that's something that you could work towards. So or they're putting to out another. what they want to get back. Yeah. With or without knowing it. It's like Very a love language, right? Very interesting. It's listening, it's paying attention to what your loved ones need mm-hmm. or want. And everyone's love language is different, by the way. I was actually, I was watching a show last night, um, and that's what it was. Her husband, every Valentine's Day, went all out, like hired choirs, had a little horse and buggy out front, like that kind of thing. But secretly, she didn't like it. She pretended to like it every year, but it actually annoyed her. And what she learned at the end of the episode was, oh, that's his love language. He probably likes these big gestures and here I am not doing anything I'm getting him a card because I don't enjoy it so it is very important to learn that about your significant other or if it's a friendship that you're in just make sure you're paying attention to those around you and be considerate yep shall we move on to some tips yes it's tip time tip time (laughs) (laughs) tip number one we're just going to reiterate what we said before find a mentor Maybe see a counselor, talk to somebody. Your BFF? Whoever that might be. Whoever. That's a very good idea. And Mm -hmm. it will help you get through things Mm -hmm. and develop into a better person. Yeah. Sometimes it just helps hearing it out loud. Yes. Tip number two. Reflect at the end of each day. This is very important. Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't agree with what people said and you got Mm -hmm. upset. Or how can I work on something? Or maybe you did something positive that you want to make sure that you do every other day. It could be both. Excellent point. Best of both worlds. Tip number three stay honest with yourself and believe in yourself. Very, very, very good tip. It is hard to stay honest with yourself. I find myself doing that. Sometimes you uh, fabricate things in your own mind just so you can see it in a different light. 
So it is very important to be honest with yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, then how are you going to be honest with others? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I like and that sometimes little... that takes baby steps. Mm-hmm. And what? believing in yourself. That's why that goes hand in hand. Compliment yourself. Say, yeah. hey, I look good I today. I look sexy. <laughs> mm, I'm going to try on those new pants after all. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Tip number four. Make a dream board or maybe set goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly think that we should have a little craft day. We can even record it and yeah, uh, and then show everybody what we came up with. I think it's very important. You Sometimes you need visuals. You do. It helps. Tip number five, make better decisions. Now, you don't have to listen to us. It's not <laughs> like we always make the best decisions. Mm. But I feel that we strive to be good people yes we try and we're friendly mm-hmm. we try we that's you know a part of having high anxiety is at least you're always thinking about your decisions and yeah. you know like she said we don't always make the best ones <laughs> we're no saints over here but we try to look back and reflect on it and then make new goals and so on and so forth which leads me to tip number six develop new skills challenge yourself push yourself throw yourself out into the mm-hmm. universe you know, <laughs> I was going. I felt that too. That was a good one. Put yourself out into the universe. Support yourself. Yes, Don't it's be very important to fail. Get up the next day and do it. And call your friends. Seriously, you can call us, guys, or you can email us at inside the laundry room at gmail.com. Hey. and we will be your support system. We definitely will. We'll be there for you. <laughs> Which leads me to tip number seven. Follow us on Instagram at Inside the Laundry Room. You can now listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Oh, I didn't know we were on Spotify. Yeah, we getting big, girl. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us Inside the Laundry Room. We can't wait to talk with you guys again. See ya. Bye, guys. Thanks.